Are you ready to stop riding the emotional elevator of life? Are you ready to learn how to elevate your emotions that keep you psychologically traumatized or in an addictive behavior? You are in the right place. Here is your host, Sandy Bird, trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach of The Emotional Elevator Show. Well, hello, everyone. It's a great night tonight. I am talking all about how to elevate your emotions. And of course, that's me, Sandy Bird, on Emotional Elevator, here on Inspired Choices Network. I just got to tell you, the last couple of weeks, it's been somewhat challenging with a couple of things going on. So I wanted to tonight take the moment to, how do you want to elevate your emotions? And some of the techniques I give to clients and some of the techniques um, with some of my clients, because not one size fits all. And that's a big thing I want to talk about tonight is how to elevate your emotions and don't try to squeeze a circle in a square. Because when we're talking about elevating our emotions, and I'm even going to give you some different words, when we're talking about elevating our emotions, we don't want to do things that don't elevate us. We want to do things that do elevate us. It's important to recognize an emotion, especially if we're feeling it, but we need to recognize what works for us, for me versus you, when we're talking about elevating our emotions. So tonight, this is a very exciting show for me because um, I do have clients that don't get this on a podcast, but it's when you start diving into what works for you versus what works for somebody else. And that's why it's, sometimes it's so important to play around with when you're given ideas or if you go on social media or the internet or listen to other coaches and they say, well, you should journal have a journal with you. I can tell you, I love to journal, but there are days where journaling is not for me. So that's what I want to talk about is about let's elevate these emotions and what techniques you can use. And it's about what makes you comfortable in elevating your emotions. So I recently did a one-on-one kind of retreat with somebody who has been a client of mine who is one year sober. And she forgot her journal while we were gone. And I said, well, we can always run to the store and just pick up a composition book. Because for me, so my journal that I use, yes, speaks to me. I use the same one. It's kind of plain paper. But then I have other journals. And I have a gratitude journal that's just a composition notebook. Because my journal is my the feelings that I want to in, embrace. And my gratitude journal is just something I keep every day just to write down things I'm grateful for. And that one's big because I go back because I don't want to write down the same exact things. I'll go back and go, oh, my gosh, I said I'm grateful for this because that is a big part of being, you know, a coach and working with people is that one size doesn't fit everybody. So, like I said, one of the biggest things that I work with my clients to tell them to start elevating your emotion is just bring grateful. I understand when a lot of people are coming out of addiction and a lot of people are coming out of trauma and a lot of people are trying to get to those deep 
deep-seated emotions and addictions and all that, it's hard to say, just sit down and start journaling and sit down and be grateful because sometimes you've got to be prompted ungrateful. And one of the practices I do, and I do this every day, I do do, I do do, um, I do do a Kriya, a Kundalini Kriya every morning. It's just something that brightens my day. If I, for some reason, don't do it, I can tell and I can do it later in the day. But I get up every morning and I just touch my head. Thank you, God, you know, for my brain, source, creator, whoever you want to thank, your parents, whoever. It does not have to be to a God. It doesn't have to be to a higher power. It can just be, I am so thankful for the brain I have within myself. I am so thankful that I have the right to think for myself. I am so thankful and grateful for the ability to think for myself. Just doing something like that, because like I said, not one size fits all here. Because if you are struggling with a spiritual realm or God, because some of the trauma comes from the church or a source of that, just be thankful and grateful. You have the choice to choose. Because that was a big word that I changed a month ago was just having, I want, and I was taught, I choose, I choose. And that is one of the, there's a couple of words I'm going to go over tonight, but that was one of the words for me that elevated me right away. I choose. It made me stand up taller. It, it makes me sit, sorry. It makes me sit higher because I'm choosing. And that's one of those words that if you just said it every day, I'm choosing to make today the best day. And even when you have a challenge come at you, I choose how I want to react to that challenge. And that's one of those things when we talk about journaling, which I'm going to touch more on, when you have that choice to choose when something emotional or you wake up from a dream and it's got you a little bit flustered, you don't just want to turn over and grab a journal. I mean, I have them everywhere in my house, but just be thankful and ask, what is, why is that concerning me? Why is that, why did that, why, what's the message or lesson from that dream? And I have some pretty strong dreams. And that's one of the things I do wake up and I am very grateful for because I do say, thank you for that dream. Now present to me the lesson that needs to be learned. And it's amazing how even if the lesson from that dream is kind of challenging, we'll say challenging, just having the lesson to me is rewarding because there's something that we can take away from everything in life. And when you start elevating your emotions, because this is the emotional elevator, you just don't realize the sense of courage it gives you. So some of the routines and my clients do this and they say, you know what, that really does change the outcome of my day. Doesn't mean you're going to be able to practice that every moment of the day, but when you wake up already in gratitude and thankful, 
I am thankful and grateful that I have the ability to wake up. I am thankful and grateful I have the ability to think for myself. I am thankful and grateful for the opportunities in front of me. I am thankful and grateful for my eyes, for the ability to be able to see. And tonight I'm not wearing my glasses, but I still can see because I still have that ability. Is it perfect? No. But saying that to myself every morning, I am thankful and grateful for my nose, for my sense of smell, because I have really embraced that. If you would have told me 10 years ago, I was going to wake up every morning and be thankful for every part of my body, I probably would have laughed. But if you think about it, if you could spend a moment just giving yourself gratitude for yourself, just yourself, Think how elevated your day would be because being thankful and grateful for thinking for myself, thinking for myself, I would not have gone through the transition in my life at 50 to recreate my life at 50 if I didn't practice that gratitude because I could have been stuck in the moments of, okay, it's the same thoughts, it's the same thing. But when I decided to embrace gratitude and be grateful for the ability to think for myself, for the ability to change how I think about myself, that is a great and wonderful practice. And think about it. If you thought about your eyes, I am grateful for the sight. I don't enjoy wearing glasses every day. I don't enjoy coming on here doing my my podcast with my glasses because sometimes you know, I get the glare on my glasses and I don't like that, but I'm grateful because I still have my sight. I can still see in the chat room. I can still see. So think about that. And let's say something behind me, let's say that picture behind me, universe, I'm not saying I want this, happen, but let's say the picture behind me fell. I have the sight to see it happening. And even though that's something that's, in a sense, dangerous, I still am grateful that I have that. I have the sight to see. Do I have perfect eyesight? No. But I'm grateful that I still have the sight to see. The sight to see when you're coming up and someone dead stops in front of you. And you have the sight to see to stop. On the highway, I think we've all probably been on the highway, and if you haven't, lucky you, where you witnessed a tractor trailer or an accident beginning to happen, and you're like, oh, my God, or the fire truck going past you, or the police car going past you, or I've been on the highway where there's a high-speed chase, and being able to see that, I'm thankful for, but there's so many things sometimes in our life when we see something we don't like, we, we, we take that identity on. But think about all the times in your life, your sight saved you from something. But if you think just about the trauma you've seen, I've seen someone killed in front of me. What if I just held on to that? What if I just held on to, I don't like looking, I don't like seeing because I've seen someone die in front of me. I've seen someone killed in front of me. I've seen an accident, a fatal accident happened right in front of me. What if I just held on to that? 
Just think about that for a moment. What if that's the only thing you hold on to? But now to elevate yourself and say, you know what? That might have saved me for that from that happening to me. Do I want to continuously realize that my sight, I got to witness my mother pass away, my father pass away, my ex-husband pass away, a child pass away, you know, all those things. If I just held on to that as for my sight, just think how different my life would be and how different your life would be if you just focused on that part of your sight. But if you're like thankful, oh my gosh, I was able to get out of the way on a high-speed chase. I was able to pull over when I saw that tractor trailer in the ice go off. You know, I wrecked a car in an ice storm here in Richmond because that's what we seem to get. We don't seem to get snow. We seem to get ice. And you know what? That day I was so emotional because I totaled a car and I was devastated. I was on my way to school on my way to college. And I was so upset telling my mother and everything like that, that, you know, I told her my car because the car in front of me started sliding sideways and I told the car, but now thinking back on it, what if I would have hit that car? How much worse could have been than I went over like a little teeny embankment, but my car was older. It's my first car. It was older and it messed up the front of the car. So they told it. Just think how different that situation could have been. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is being thankful, like just going through your whole body. I thank my ears for the beautiful sounds I get to hear. I am an animal. I talk to I talk to animals, um, birds mainly, and when hawks just recently sight. I was coming back from the um, private retreat with one of my clients and she was in the car with me and we had a hawk like nosedive my car. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, like it jolted us. But at the same time, I was able to step back and say, there's a message from that, but I'm going to, you know, get home and park the car and then retrieve the message. And cause she saw it too. I sent the message to her, but just think if I wouldn't have paid attention and not seen that, but Let's go on. Just going through your whole body, the sense to hear things, to hear an ambulance coming by me so I know to move over. The sense, and my ears have heard things. I do come from a lot of trauma. I've been told I'm useless, worthless, all of that. So what if I just, and I'm covering my ears, if I just focused on that, if I just heard what I heard as a child and growing up, that I wasn't good enough for all that, what if that's the only thing I ever heard? My life could be different. But now I thank my ears for hearing words of gratitude, for hearing words of wisdom, for hearing lectures, for going to networking and them asking me a question and saying, hey, Sandy, what is your feedback on this? I love that. So I give my ears gratitude, my nose, sense of smell, to smell danger. I have um, smelt things on fire before, smelt something wrong with my car before and pulled over and then saw something wrong with it. So that sense of smell too, wonderful. To give your just... Go through your whole body. And yeah, even if you have a messed up limb or something, 
be grateful that you still have that. And I know people, and my husband, of course, has a very bad back. But teaching him to just be grateful that you can still get up every day, you can still walk, you can still do these things, has changed the trajectory of his life. So, oh my gosh, it's time for our first break. But that's kind of what I want to talk about is these tools that we start learning and what I start teaching my clients about just elevating yourself with how you talk to yourself. So that's just one snippet that I wake up in the morning and I give gratitude to myself, every part of my body, even when I'm not feeling my best, because I do have a pelvic issue and some of that's trauma still pinned up in there, but I'm still thankful that I have the ability to move because I think I've talked about this already. I have had diagnosis that told me you could be crippled and I'm not because I decided to change that and tell myself, nope, I'm going to be grateful for the abilities I have. I'm not going to accept the negative self-talk. I'm not going to accept that negative energy into my body. It, it's been there, but now I just embrace it and talk positively to it. So we're going to go to our first break. And you're joining me, Sandy Bird, on Emotional Elevator. And tonight I'm talking all about how to elevate your emotions. So thank you for joining me on Inspired Choices Network tonight. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So I'm just so excited because I have the, I'm grateful and thankful for my hearing because I love the new music that was chosen and that's something I'm grateful for. That, that music to me already elevates me. Makes me want to start really talking about elevating our emotions because to match the music. So I talked 
Of course, this is Sandy Byrne on Emotional Elevator on Inspired Choices Network. But the first part of this, I talked about what I do every morning when I get up. And it's very important that you give yourself gratitude. And like I said, if you're not a believer in a God or a spiritual realm or the universe, just thank yourself every morning. Before you get out of bed, take five to 10 minutes to scan the body. And this is a technique that I learned from my coach. And I instill it in everybody I work with because it's taking that scan of your body and just being grateful and thankful for every part of your body. But we're going to move on from that because I could spend all night just talking about how scan your body, be grateful. But I want to kind of get into meditate because a lot of people tell me, oh, it's hard for me to meditate because I can't quiet my mind. I sit there and that's the thing, people. We all sit there and think, meditate, I must um, balance my mind. No. When I meditate and things come up in my mind, it's how do I embrace what comes up? Now, what comes up sometimes when you meditate and what was big for me during a silent retreat was the shoulds. Now, if you meditate and the shoulds come in, the shit shoulds, as I call them, because get rid of that shit. Get that should shit out of your head. The shoulds. When you sit down, you're meditating, you're like, oh, I should get up and vacuum. I should get up. Tell yourself, no. What I choose to do is sit here. But then ask yourself, why should I do that? Why do I feel the need to get up and do it. But here's another thing. There are many people out here who can't just sit in silence. I couldn't do it in the beginning. And some of my clients are like, I see me, I just can't sit there for five and 10 minutes and meditate. I just can't do it. Take two minutes, start with two minutes, but then come up with something that you can do and still, in a sense, meditate. Because what meditation is, is getting into your inner self and letting go of those sit-shoulds and the I need to and all the words that don't represent you anymore, that you don't need, you don't choose, let's use the word choose because that's my big highlight word, to keep within your body. So when you meditate and you can't sit there, start a minute, two minutes. But if really sitting still, because I can tell you when I first started meditating, because I was working on the trauma. And as a woman, a lot of us hold our trauma within our hips and our pelvis. And for me, having a displaced pelvis, it was hard for me to sit there. And then I realized I can walk and meditate, even if it's just in my house. But when you walk, walk. When you walk, when you walk and meditate, that's what it's called. It's walk. You walk, meditation walk. Um, when you walk and meditate, put headphones on. Don't turn on any music. If you have to have drowning out sounds, do the drowning out sounds, the sea sounds or the white noise or the green noise or the gray noise or any of that noise, but don't put on music. Because now, all of a sudden, you're like, I'm going to go for a walk so I can get into my thoughts. And 
da 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 da, and then you put on, you know, a song, and you're all of a sudden you're beating and bopping, and yeah, this I'm so confident. You've given up meditation, but if you can walk and maybe put on headphones, because I do sometimes put on headphones. Sometimes I put on some white noise just so I can meditate. I'm I'm doing a walk in meditation. There's another thing. Um, my family's not really on sugar, but there are times where I meditate and bake because that's something that gives me joy, but it's also something I can sit there and I don't have to think what I'm doing anymore because I've been a baker for a long, long time of my life, very long time of my life. I can literally just get, get what I need, but I'm meditating. I'm going into a deep meditation by doing that. For my birthday, one of the things I've signed up to do is to sit in it because I've never tried that part. But there's so many ways to meditate out there. It doesn't mean sitting completely on the floor. There's so many ways to meditate. Walking meditation, running meditation, doing something that you are comfortable but can quiet down the noise enough to just quiet the mind. What meditation basically is, is letting go of the ego side of our mind, getting the ego to shut up. So if there's a way that you can meditate where you're shutting up the ego and you are just focusing on just being silent and encouraging the true you to come through, that's fine. A lot of people in yoga meditate while they're doing yoga because if you know a lot of the postures you can meditate i've seen people who work out that's the form of meditation so meditation does not necessarily mean and this is what i talk with my clients about and like i was saying journaling you can meditate and journal you can meditate and journal by shutting the ego off and just free flow writing meditation part of laughter yoga the second part of laughter yoga is called laughter meditation i kind of call it free flowing laughter but it's where you can just freely laugh and they call it meditation because you don't think about anything you just laugh and you shut down your ego and when i teach laughter yoga i call it free flowing laughter. I don't necessarily say we're doing laughter meditation because a lot of people think meditation means needs blah, 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 means you need to be quiet. All meditation is, is for you to get into your true self, into your inner self and quieting down the ego. So that's why there's many forms of meditation. It doesn't mean you've got to sit in a cross-legged sit or a yoga sit a yoga pose sit where your legs are intertwined. I should know the technical name, but right now it's drawing a blank on me. It's just doing something where you can shut down the ego so you can get in tuned with your true self, whatever that takes. So that is another thing of elevating your emotions because when you can do stuff like that, like walking and meditating, laughing, meditation, you are elevating your emotions because you're getting to let go of the shit shoulds, as I like to call them, 
the I need to's, the all of that, you're letting that go. You are truly letting that go. And journaling is a form of meditation by just free flow writing. And I am a big advocate on journaling, but if journaling is not for you, I had one of my clients that they did not journal. They just couldn't, sorry, something flew in front of my face. Um, they couldn't just journal, but she wrote the magnificent poems. And I'm, I'm choosing to believe that one day that it, she's going to publish those, puzz those puzzles. Puzzles you can meditate with. Her poems. Because she would write what seemed to maybe you or me, when you read it, a dark poem. But it elevated her emotions because she was getting that out. She was getting those emotions out so she could elevate herself. So, of course, that is another technique. Besides being grateful and thankful. And after a meditation, I am always, thank you. Thank you for allowing me this time for myself to choose what it is I'm choosing for Sandy or for me or however you want to word it. So that is another form of elevating your emotions because when you can just be with yourself in the moment, whether it's going for a nice walk by yourself, no noise, no music, and just walk. You wouldn't believe how, because you're getting those endorphins. And a lot of that too is when we meditate, we don't realize we are producing endorphins, such as dopamine and serotonin which I talk a lot about that with laughter yoga, because those are those happy hormones. Those are those peaceful hormones. That's what brings peace within our lives. So if you can obtain those while meditating, you are doing exactly what meditating is. And a lot of people say, no, no, meditating means you're getting into yourself and you're meditating can be whatever you choose meditating to be for yourself. And that's what I tell my clients all the time when they decide, you know what, I was having a stressful moment at work and I just went in the bathroom and sat on the toilet and just meditated. Yes. Clothes, sitting on the toilet, meditating. I get it. I've done that. And it elevated me to say, you know what, this is just a moment. Why is this moment creating emotions that I don't want in this moment? Why is this moment allowing me to lower my elevator? Because a lot of times that's what we don't do or writing it down if we can. Why is this moment? And I'm going to teach you another word. Why is this moment elevating my emotions? Why is this moment because we're going to go to a break and then I'm going to teach you another word for a word that we commonly use. And today I was listening to a program and I was telling them, please stop saying that word. This is a new word that I learned to say. So we're going to go to our second break. 
And it's been such a pleasure talking to you about elevating your emotions and some techniques to elevate your emotions on Emotional Elevator with your host, Sandy Bird on Inspired Choices Network. So we're going to a break now. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So the first, first part of the show, of course, this is Sandy Bird on Emotional Elevator was about giving yourself gratitude before you ever get out of bed, just giving every part of your body gratitude, whether it's feeling good or maybe you've got a little, you know, twick in your neck, but give it gratitude. Be thankful that you have, you know, these feelings and emotions. And then I talked a lot about meditating, but I had mentioned, as I said, this show about bringing a calendar because when you want to elevate your emotions, every week I go in a calendar, a special calendar, on what I want to do for Sandy in this week. And it's just things that I want to do for myself. And that has really elevated my emotions. And I teach a self-class almost every month. Got one coming up two weeks from Monday. So if you want to join me on self-class just reach out to me at Sandy at Emotional Elevator or SandyBird.com or SandyBirdCoach at Gmail because I will be starting a four-week self-class. And in my self-class, we go through strong enough to love and forgive ourselves and what those emotions mean to us and what is self-care. But when I teach my self-class, one of the biggest things I teach in there is to do things for yourself. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable. Hello, I got my hand raised. This was me four years ago. I did not feel comfortable going out to eat by myself. Man, now I love it. I love being able to choose what I want to do for me. I love that. But doing I, that's why I said bring a calendar. 
I challenge myself in every week to do something just for me. And a lot of that is like going out to eat by myself, going and doing something like swing on a swing. Because that too, think about being a child. And even when you had trauma in your life, you still had moments where you were free. So when I'm teaching my clients, some of the biggest things I tell them is get your calendar. This week, I want you to dance for 20 minutes. It can be five minutes, four days, or one day, 20 minutes. I want you to dance. Just dance freely. I don't care where you are. You can be in your bathroom, in your house, out in a store. But I usually challenge people to kind of do five minutes in a store because I do that. Go swing on a swing. When was the last time I was at a networking group two weeks ago and I asked in the group because I talk all about how I bring joy to the community by doing laughter yoga. Yes, I'm a laughter yoga leader, but to learn another skill set. And my biggest thing that I enjoy is bringing those joy-like behaviors back into the community. And in front of the group, I said, how many of you have gone and swung on a swing? The guy I was with, or that I was paired up with, said, oh, six months ago, my daughter got me. No, no, no. Not because you have a child. When was the last time you swung on a swing or went down the slide just by yourself and did something like that? Rolled down the hill, ran down the hill, sleigh rod. I think I'd mentioned this um, a couple of episodes ago that my favorite commercial out there for a while was the Amazon commercial where it's three older women and she's looking as these kids are sliding down and she's imagining it's them. And then she goes and orders off of Amazon. Amazon loved them because they have the best commercials. Got a seat cushion so they could go sleigh riding. And the joy to see in their life and for her to revision them young is exactly what I instruct my clients. Go do something that brings joy to your life. Oh gosh, has it been two years ago? I bought myself new roller skates and I go roller skating. I haven't been doing it as much because I'd rather do them outside. But doing stuff like that, going and doing something that brings you joy. If it means going and dancing in the middle of a grocery store or dancing down an hour, singing a song that comes on. I do that too. I challenge them. And that's why I said, if you're listening to me, have a calendar, write down something every week to challenge yourself to do something that you enjoy doing as a child or to elevate your emotions. Do you remember being a child and swinging on a swing and everyone got the highest and then you jumped off? Well, some of us, I didn't break a limb or sprained. I did sprain um, something. I think I did break a finger now that I think about it from doing that. But that joy of just swinging on a swing. What if you did that now? I am 50. I'm about to be 55 in two weeks, but I'm about to be 55. And I still do that. I rolled down a hill, I'm going to say last year. I ran in a park and hugged a tree. And I've got in the snow. And even in laughter yoga, we acted like we're in snow and we did snow angels. 
um, doing something like that every week to elevate your emotions. And that's what my clients, even if they're going through, we're diving deep into trauma and addiction, do something that elevates your emotions organically, because that is elevating your emotions organically. Think about, we talk so much about food being organic, produce being organic, all of that organic. But just think if you could elevate your emotions organically by laughter, by singing, by dancing. So that's what tonight is about, is I'm giving you some of the tools that I give my own clients. And I'm I'm kind of guiding you and telling you, take a calendar. Just randomly pick Thursday. I'm going to go out or I'm going to dance 20 minutes. Then the next week, Tuesday, I'm going to go eat by myself. It doesn't have to be dinner. It can be lunch. It can be breakfast. And for some people, that's a challenge. I'm going to look in the mirror and talk positively to myself. I'm going to look in the mirror and just make faces at myself. I just did that. So if you're listening, you just missed it. But doing something like that when we were kids, have you ever turned to somebody? I mean, there's so much, and I hate to bring this up. There's so much road rage out there. But have you ever turned to somebody and you see them jobbing and then you start just like jobbing with them? I do that. I will turn up the music in my car like I'm a teenager again to see if other people react when I'm at a stoplight. And then I'll just jam and wave and wave and wave to everybody. When have you held the door open? Like that's another thing I tell them to put on the calendar because that's elevating your emotion unless you allow another emotion to step in because they didn't thank you. And that's another thing. When you can just let go of those things as well. Hold the door open for someone. Tell someone that they look great today. Because when you will realize that's elevating your own emotions within yourself. And a word that changed for me, and I was listening to something today, and I really got on there and I said, you know, and I'm going to say this word and let me know how does it make you feel? Because when I tell people to journal or something comes up, why did that? trigger you. Now, two weeks ago, I had something happened and I was talking to another coach that I had a meeting with and we were talking about something and I said, yeah, well, this situation triggered me. And she said, why did you say that word? And I was like, because it triggered me. What was the emotion that was brought on to you? And we talked about it and said, how about if you said that elevated or wasn't really elevated. It was um, heightened or a different word because think about the word trigger. Whenever someone says trigger, we already go to that negative connotation. What if we just changed a word like, wow, that accentuated the emotion of pain that elevated that emotion of disgust. What if we just change that, but then we can change the dialogue around that because those are some of the things working with my clients. And it was, and where this comes into play with what I was just talking about is I got triggered from 
a message and I right away went, sat with myself, did a meditation and said, why is this, why is, why am I allowing this to change my, how I was feeling 20 minutes ago? And I sat in it and then I went and I, I danced and I did something fun. So I did not allow that moment to change my whole day. I asked myself, why is this, why is that affecting, affecting me is a good word, affecting me? Or why did that affect me? And I was able to say, wow, that's still something that may, that I really want to keep visiting. Because if that's affecting me because of this, then that's something I want to visit and work on. Because now I know if that came, if I got a message similar to that from anyone, I might not be as affected. I might just be, okay, I see, I see your point. And I accept your point, but that's not how I feel. But sometimes when we're triggered, and I'm going to use that word, triggered, we take on a negative connotation. Oh, I was triggered. So, oh my gosh, you know, you get that negative feeling already bottling up in you. So it's changing even the way we speak. But this whole part of this segment was about getting a calendar and choosing to do a childlike behavior. Because I have clients that I do, I challenge them to do things to elevate their emotions. Get those emotions up. Watch a laughter yoga. Yes, I'm going to start putting out laughter yoga videos out there because I've just, it's excelled for me in a way I enjoy. I enjoy spreading laughter and joy in my community. I enjoy spreading laughter and that childlike behavior because watching people who have suffered from addictions and severe trauma, being a survivor myself of emotional eating and trauma, and knowing that I elevate my emotions, I want the world to know how to elevate their emotions. Don't you want to know how to elevate your emotions? And what little things you can do to elevate your emotions from day to day? Because it's powerful when you can talk to yourself in a whole different light like to change the music to your podcast and hear the freedom coming within me. Embracing that freedom from just changing of music. So that's what I was talking about tonight. And next week we dive in. After last week doing love languages, I decided next week I'm going to dive into apologies and how we accept apologies and why that's so important, the five apologies. And I included, if you listen to the love languages, I put down the quiz in some places, but I attach the apology quiz in the write-up for the podcast because I feel it's important for us to know those. And that's another thing. When we know our love language and our apology language, we can elevate our emotions just from that. By talking to the people around us and what it is, we 
expect and choose for ourselves, what our language is for ourselves. And how much elevation does that does that provide for you if you know your love language and the next next week we're going to go into apology languages but if you know them to be able to spread that to the people around you at your job your family your friends your your significant other if they know how you how your love language is physical touch well what does that mean and if you know theirs how incredible would your emotions and your relationship be? Same thing with apology. There's five apology languages. And if you know that, how that can elevate the way you respond and how things are responded to you. So we do have to go on our final break. You're listening to Sandy Bird on Emotional Elevator tonight on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm talking about elevating your emotions. And little fun things you can do to elevate your emotions. And not everything fits everybody. Meditating, um, gratitude, just do you and what elevates your emotions. So thank you for joining me tonight. Um, we're going on our last break. Thank you. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Sandy at EmotionalElevator.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I've been talking tonight all about elevating your emotions by first starting out with what I practice with my clients is giving yourself gratitude when you wake up and then choosing your meditation. And then I even spoke about elevating your emotions through changing the words we speak to ourselves and doing childlike behaviors. And just a couple of weeks ago, and I heard the word today and I felt it. When we say, oh, that triggered me, we're already putting a negative spin on it, a negative connotation, because a trigger is, you think about a trigger, a gun trigger, a trigger, that's something that sometimes you can't come back from. So think about that. But if you said, wow, that affected my emotions. Well, how did that affect my emotions? And how can I elevate my emotions from that? And like tonight, I asked you to bring a calendar because I want people to learn that every week we can do something fun for ourselves to elevate ourselves. Laughter yoga. If you can find laughter yoga, that's a way to elevate your emotions. Just dancing, smiling at yourself looking in the mirror every day and smiling at yourself, 
elevate your emotions. I do it. I smile at myself all the time. Smile at other people. Make eye contact with people. Go swing on the swing. Go throw rocks in a pond. Not at the ducks, but throw rocks in a pond. Go for a quiet walk where you can shut down the shit shoulds. Sorry, I should probably stop saying that, but the shoulds and the wants and the needs. Choose you. Choose how you want to show up and how you want your emotions to be. Because we can all change our emotions. We can reprogram our minds, our brains. If we can reprogram the world and technology, we can reprogram ourselves and our emotions and our change the baggage to luggage. And where am I going to go now? And one of the last techniques that I do for my clients is when you get a shower, every day I tell them, wash off the negative. If it's at night when you're washing your face, in the morning, if you get up and you don't take a shower, when you wake up, say, I'm washing all the negative away. And then start bringing in joy by like cream. I always tell my clients, take a shower and then put cream on and say, I'm, I'm sealing in positive. I'm sealing in the positive. You wash away the negative. I'm sealing in the positive. And this is my layer of protection. And you don't let anyone break your emotions. And when you wake up and do gratitude and just be thankful, doesn't mean you have to right away do meditation. Just be grateful and thankful. All you have and all, you know, sight, sound, smell, breath. When you can do that or just stand in front of a mirror and smile. Just think how great your day will be. Or as I did earlier, there's some mornings where I wake up and I'm looking at myself and I start blah, 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 making faces at myself. And it just makes me feel like a kid again when you can sit there and make faces in your car at a light. Start waving at everybody because when people wave back to you, that elevates your emotions. Start bringing in those endorphins like dopamine and serotonin, which are the happy hormones. So that's what tonight was about. We can all elevate our emotions. We don't have to sit in those negative emotions. We can elevate. And there are so many different techniques. Find what fits for you. Don't think you have to journal. Don't think you have to meditate. But find something that works for you. Because that's what this is about. Thank you for joining me tonight. I just love this Thank music. you for listening like to the Emotional way. Elevator Show. Sandy returns Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, start elevating your emotions and stop riding the emotional elevator that is stopping you from living the life you deserve.